going on, guys? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and we are out here right after preseason week one on a Tuesday with my co-host, Camo. Camo, say what's up. Justin, happy happy Tuesday, happy preseason, post-week one, where the, the regular season will be here before you know it. Come on, live it. Wake up, wake up, live it up, get lit. It is preseason, baby. Preseason, okay. It's preseason, and that means I, we're I like two minus three weeks away from the regular season. That means we're like two minus two weeks away from our next fantasy football draft. You see, I saw some stat that like that the the Niners and Raiders game over in Vegas was like ninety percent capacity for a preseason game. Like it was packed in there. I saw a sea of red. That's what I saw. I saw yeah. plenty of Niner fans. That's what's up. Yep. Uh, not a good outcome for the Niners. They, I think they lost. It's just preseason. It's just it's just preseason. It's okay. It's okay. Starters aren't playing. Starters aren't playing. Thirty-four to seven. But yeah, it was good to see that the faithful out there. Um, the Rams played the Chargers. The Seahawks played the Bronc. Oh no, no. Seahawks played uh, the Vikings, and then the Cardinals played the Broncos. Mm. Yeah. Um. Didn't watch most of these games. <laughs> so, Me neither. Yeah. But, hey, uh, it's really good to have you back on. You can tell I'm in better spirits, at least a lot more optimistic spirits, because the last time we did a pod, or the last time I was on the pod, was recapping the NFC Championship when the Niners lost to the Eagles and what was probably the most sour defeat I can remember in recent history. Yeah. I think the last time I felt that way was when the Niners lost in the Super Bowl to the Ravens. Yes. Shit's so close, man. It's so yeah. I mean this that game with it was just I just felt sad with when Purdy went down and literally they were just like limping along, just just wanting the game to just end it. Just like finish the games so and get out of here. If this was a video game, it's one of those games where you go to the menu and you say simulate to end the game exactly yeah. go to the end like fuck. it was yeah it was all around sad um so yeah i i'm i'm with you on uh you know the new year new me uh new season new uh new team you know hopefully uh you know we know who our starting quarterback's gonna be big question is who's gonna be number two because yeah i mean i'm I'm definitely optimistic in the sense that Brock Purdy, I mean, it was rumored, especially off that elbow injury, that shoot, he wouldn't be ready until like what week two, week three of the season, yeah. until he started yeah. practicing. But now it's shoot, it's preseason week one. And he's uh last time I checked, Shanahan said he's gonna take the full reps. He's in the number one. They're not gonna hold him back. Yeah. And that's oh. as good of a prognosis. I think I just made up a word. No, that's correct. That's the correct medical term. Prognosis. All right, all right, all right. Um, that's as good as any prognosis right right now with his elbow. Yeah. No, yeah. totally. And I'm with you. You know, when he had the surgery, I think everyone was worried that, like, you know, these things always some tend to take longer than you expect, and they can say like, oh, you know, this hasn't fully healed yet, or whatever it may be. Um, but uh. You know, it's it's looking looking good so far, and and I don't know. I'm guessing he's going to play in the second and third preseason, probably the third preseason game, if anything. I don't know about the Typically second. for preseason, and by the way, there used to be four preseason games in a preseason. Then they voted to make it 
three preseason games and they, and they gave it one extra regular season game. So that's that's the FYI. So because of that, that week three, typically speaking, the the starters do play. And I'm not saying that they play the whole game, but it's kind of like dress rehearsal right before the big shebang, which is week one, obviously. But you at least see the starters out for at least a series just mm-hmm. to get the feel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see when he's out there if he, you know, is able to feel as confident, you know, coming off a significant injury, being in game action, you know, people flying at him um in real time. And here's the thing too, during practice, it's great to see him out there, but you know, let's be real. Um at least off the reports and we're talking about reports during practice, by the way. Practice, practice, but you know, he's been rusty. He's thrown a couple picks. I mean, he hasn't been perfect. Right. And that's to be expected. And, you know, the big theme outside of Brock Purdy is, you know, who's the number two or, you know, is it going to be Sam Darnold or Trey Lance or Brandon Allen? Or are they going to keep three quarterbacks? And Are they going to keep four? Are they going to trade Trey Lance? Is it Sam Darnold? Like, there's back to, like, Niner fandom and the coverage. But mind you, it's, it's awesome to have this much coverage on a particular team. But, like, we're talking about the like the number two quarterback being so mm-hmm. just it's the hot take now for, for Niner fans, right? Yeah. I mean, but it's like you said, they're currently rolling with four quarterbacks when in years past, Niners usually only carry two, right, in the regular season. And then if last year was any indication that they need at least two, you know, they, they're gonna most likely carry three. I'd, it's I'd, it's such a it's a mind fuck because you get so so close, so dominant, mm-hmm. and this might sound like a homer, but you know, at the time going into it, you know, they had like the number two ranked offense, the n- number two ranked defense, like everything was was good for them. And you're talking about uh, on a rookie quarterback that was the last pick in the draft, mind you, and most people, myself included, feel pretty damn good at going against the Eagles at Philly. Like it's just it's just crazy, it's just crazy um, that. It literally is a plug-and-play sort of system, and you just need decent, competent quarterback play. So, do you? You know, I. You know, there's been obviously back and forth, and, we, and Shannon's already said that Purdy is number one, and that unless he melts or something, he's going to be quarterback one going forward. You know, it's it's between Lance, the num- who was the number three pick, who and Sam Darnold, who he was also number three pick in his draft class, right? That is correct. You know, years past being thrown in a situation with the Jets, who are a bad organization, you know, pretty much restarting his career. And then Brandon Allen, who I'm not really sure who he is, but again, he's not going to be vying for the second spot. Yeah. But after the initial performance of Trey Lance in this preseason game, has a lot of people thinking, oh, shoot, this is Sam Darnold's spot to take, essentially. And, you know, it's still so early. One week into the preseason, I, I know, you know, it was a pretty bad outing, by the way. Trey Lance, he was 10 for 15 with a touchdown, but it was not a good 10 for 15 one touchdown. Wasn't, wasn't that touchdown like a fluke thing? I heard that it was like a, it, it was, was meant for the receiver. Bobble. It got hit, deflected, and then it ended up in the hands of Russ Willie. <laughs> so, you know, got the touchdown. But, the process was horrible. Right. Um and for anyone that saw the game, you know, you can be the biggest trade fan all you want, but stats and the actual gameplay, completely different. Um, he held the ball 
how did how did it, right but how did when lance was making throws how did how did his arm look did he look like it was what they had drafted and the, the big arm and all that stuff i mean here's the thing about him his arm strength has never been the issue and you know he, he can certainly he's, he's talented but he was holding the ball too long he was indecisive you know he panicked at times he he i mean it's ironic because these are the layup aspects of it but like holds the ball for too long and he doesn't make the quick throws, the short throws that he needs to make if there's pressure, right? And mind you too, his receivers, yeah. you know, it's not Debo Samuel that's on the field or Brandon Ayuk, you know, you got, um, you know, Tayshawn Martin and like Willie Sneed, for example, right? That are running routes and the offensive line. It's not Trent Williams. It's well, yeah, it's a big drop off. So, you know, he, he was certainly under duress, but I don't know, man. Um, as much as I can put some blame on the things around him, even he said in the press, you know, the onus is on me. It's, it's my bad. They had three three outs to start the um, start, start the quarter, which is not good. Yeah. But having said that, um, it just sucks because, you know, he's got such a big – like target on him, like mm-hmm. from NFL outsiders, Niner fans, mm-hmm. whatever be damn, but like, you know, he's got such a big target on him that anything he does gets highly criticized. Right. He just needed to have decent, competent play um, to keep people at bay, but he didn't. And now everyone's just like fucking screaming, clamoring, you know, just panicking. And it, it's unfortunate because like the Niners and Shanahan, like, they invested three first round picks in the kid and they want him to make him work um, up to this point. You know, th- thankfully they don't have to rely on Trey Lance. You know, Brock Purdy is going to be the starter until proven otherwise. But, you know, for the number two quarterback spot, you're not looking for necessarily ceiling, right? You're not necessarily looking for the high upside guy. That's more so like the number three anyways. For the number two, which is the most immediate well, duh, the almost immediate start after the number one, but you want someone with a high floor. Mm-hmm. That if the starting quarterback goes down, that you don't have to worry as much because you have a high floor guy that will take care of the offense and knows it, right? Right. Um, and hopefully Trey can still, like, circle that out because, you know, Sam Darnold, he, he looks good in practice and everyone knows he's talented as well. But, I mean, the knock on him is he's so... Well, he, he throws a ton of, ton of turnovers, so I don't know what to make of this sort of competition. Yeah, no, it's, it's like you said, it's interesting that we're so much attention being paid to uh, the backup quarterback spot, um, you know, amongst all the teams in the league. Yeah. He just needs to be, Trey Lance just needs to be decent or he to kind of show, like, why, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's he why. He's a strong camp, too. He's just, shoot, this this game really stunk it that up. Means that, that means this next preseason game is, could be even more elevated and important yeah. yeah and the team wants him to do well mm-hmm. i mean they're, they're waiting for him to win the number two spot yeah so uh yeah. we'll see how it plays out i'm still i'm gonna uh, well i have a trade lance 94 jersey for example i have yeah. a 94 <laughs> i have you want it to work <laughs> emotions vested in the trade lance like i am uh, right now i'm shitting on him but i'm rooting for the kid yeah, no, and it's crazy to think that just like a year ago, we were, the conversation we we're having was, is Trey Lance the starter? 
over because remember Jimmy Jimmy G was kind of being kicked out the door, and then lo and behold, we re-sign him for another year and end up using him for majority of the year. Like it's just crazy how things pan out in relatively short period of time. Yeah, it's uh that's what happens, especially when you're on a win now team because it's like an HBO series. But when you're covering the Niners, you especially now with the window, the Super Bowl window, and being so close all these years, like everyone yeah. wants results right now. Yeah. But having said that, should they have drafted Trey Lance because <laughs> he's so high floor, but super mm-hmm. raw, super raw. Yeah. He's only played a handful of games, and you're that's a lot to put on the kid. And I don't know. Do you think this is this is very similar to like James Wiseman with the Warriors? Yeah, that's a great comparison. I mean, I remember, I remember, I don't remember on Zoom or whatever what happened. I remember when they drafted him, and we're we're excited for it because everyone's thinking, oh, it's gonna be Mac Jones. Like, yay! Remember the balloon emoji? Like, hooray! Yeah. Um. So I think the jury's still out on him in in New England, obviously. Um. But yeah, I think. It's fair to say that this is, I mean, that's a really good comparison that Trey Lance could be our equivalent to James Wiseman, who Warriors spent, what, three years trying to build, develop? Well, the same thing happened. James Wiseman, his first two years, he got hurt. Got hurt. Trey Lance, first two years, got hurt. Right. And so, like, you know, your development time clock is, it's held back. I think the difference, though, is that, is that obviously the Warriors wanted Wiseman to fill a specific need because you know traditionally they you know they you know they they have shooters that's their that's how they play up and down they need a big man who can keep up and to rebound and to run the offense through it's, you know be a good passer and such versus being the starting quarterback or in this case a backup quarterback which is the the pivotal point of the of the whole of the whole football team essentially it's kind of a little bit different i don't think wiseman was ever expected to take over essentially the curry spot or anything like that whereas you know Trailers was like year year two was the, the quarterback of the future for the for the franchise year two he was expected to because you know they were planning to get rid of jimmy but yeah. you know that holding last season was at least from they saw enough of Trey where they kind of kept Jimmy around. Yeah. I'm glad they did. Yeah. He got hurt, but and then Jimmy got gets hurt and then Brock comes in and blah blah blah. Here, here yeah. You know, but yeah, just just a lot of shit. <laughs> just a lot of shit. What uh what are your thoughts on any of the other um kind of like storylines with the Rams or or uh, Cardinals? Um, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead. Uh, it's, it's taking too much time talking about these effing Niners. I swear to God. But you know, for the Rams, I mean, for for that matter, have you checked the roster? By the way, uh, I have not checked the Rams. Uh, you should really now. check out this roster because you have Aaron Donald, uh, Cooper Cup, uh, Matthew Stafford, uh-huh. and like forty rookies on the team. <laughs> I'm not even joking, bro. Like I, I I looked at it. You're like, and I really. Like just gave it some thought. I'm like, this is equivalent of like, yeah, a European ma- team on Madden. You know, like just yeah, like who are these guys? It's um, my God, like you should look at their secondary. Yeah, well, I mean, they definitely lost again like, a lot of you know kind of 
bigger names on the defensive side for sure this off season and um you know yeah uh, they're they're biting a bullet they have a, a ton of dead money they know that you know this was the price to pay for super bowl right. you know shout out to the nutters because you allowed them apparently to... uh what's there that that, that that rookie quarterback who's like 28 years old what's his name yeah. Bennett. yep and apparently he looked pretty good right or something it looked good and you know I won't say like Brock Purdy like, but I mean the reason why he fell, yeah, in the draft he wasn't seventh round; he was a fifth round pick, and um, even then people thought it was a stretch. But like, you know, he's a winner. He's from Georgia. He's played four years of of great college football. Uh, the argument for him is you don't know his upside, and you don't know if you know his successes were not were his, or it's because how freaking Raleigh's team was. Uh, I saw some stat or whatever that like he and Sony Michelle were on the same team at Georgia. Yeah. So just retired and he'd been to like, he won a Super Bowl. He'd done all, he's been on like a bunch of different teams. And it's like in that same period of time, Bennett is now a rookie. Isn't that crazy? And yeah, Michelle won a Super Bowl too with the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So it's just, I don't know, man. But that also shows how, how quick life in the NFL can be. Not for long, baby. Not not for long. NFL. You get what, what Kevin did? Mm-hmm. NFL. That, that, okay. All right. I'll shut up. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, Rams, like, uh, I checked out some of the names, and I've been keep keeping, like, my eyes on them, but it's just, it's just crazy because, like, well, I hope Stafford can get enough protection. I hope Cup and Donald, they stay healthy. Yeah, Those man. are the cornerstone, no, cornerstone players on this franchise. But for this year, at least, it's going to be a punt year. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals, I mean, they, they beat the Broncos 18-17, to 17, which is nice, which is nice. Uh, it was interesting because Russell Wilson and, yeah, I think he played, like, a good amount of preseason. Like, oh. yeah. Well, he's a it new was, head coach, right? Russell Wilson went seven for thirteen. Like they gave him some pretty considerable run, actually. Yeah, but uh, you know the Cardinals are another team where you have a new coaching staff, a coaching staff that's really, you know, it's that notion you got to take two steps back to take a step forward. So they're really trying to clean this roster, trying to figure out, you know, their identity as a team, implement new systems in place. All the while, you know, Kyler Murray you know, their presumed franchise quarterback who they just gave a ton of money to has a torn ACL and, you know, given after the season, because they're predicted to not fare too well this season. It's another transition year, similar to the Rams, but if they do get a top pick, they need to decide whether they want to get another quarterback or stick with Kyler Murray. And here's the thing, Kyler Murray should be back, you know, later on the season. So, you know, that's, I think that's the biggest thing for the Cardinals right now. They also got a new GM, right? It did, yeah. It did get a new GM. Clearly, new look all around. New GM, new head coach. Um, and I, mind you, it was lo- a long time coming. Like Cliff right. Kingsbury, yeah. you know, just yeah, yeah. Um, this guy in particular, though, he's defensive minded. He's young. He's from the Eagles. Um, he seems like I won't say dry, but you know, he seems like a no nonsense sort of guy. Right. So that might be good. Uh, I know Cliff Kingsbury was more lax. So it's definitely a different style. It's a different attitude. And, you know, with that being said, 
uh, a lot of the players, like, you know, it's, you still have Hollywood Brown. You still have Kyler Murray. You still have a lot of guys. It's, it's interesting. Isaiah Simmons, who, you know, they've drafted like what three linebackers in the first round, but he was always a tweener. They're actually converting him to defensive back. Hmm. Interesting. Linebacker to defensive back because he's like, yeah, we see you as like, I don't know, a nickel now. I don't know, whatever. So I'll be really intrigued to see how that. That's a big uh, defensive back. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, right? Like, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, like straight up. Jury's still out. I mean, I know you watched Hard Knocks with the Cardinals and kind of all the shit show they went through and terrible season, firing everyone, whatnot. You know, Kyler Murray with, you know, does he, does he read, does he, do the playbook, so they do all that stuff. They gave all this money to him. Is he just did he just win games based off the way he plays and his talent? Um, you know, it's hard to say, uh, but I agree. You know, there there's a definitely another transition year where they'll probably you know come come in towards the towards the bottom of the conference for sure. You never know, but as of now, they actually have a better roster than the Rams right now. Oh, more yeah. more names recognized. Yeah, there's more names I recognize. I mean, it's still yeah. as of right now, everyone is zero and zero. So what what can I say? Exactly. Right. So optimism this off season, and then you have the Seahawks. Actually, shoot, they have, they have a lot of optimism. Yeah, I mean, they had a stellar draft class back to back years. Yep. In case they have a top a top five, if not. Top three wide receiver core, and yep. Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, and the rookie from Ohio State. It's a long name. It, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, with the hyphenated last name. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good, yeah. man. And then they drafted that kid out of UCLA. I was surprised. Short mm-hmm. name. Uh, I'm, oh yeah, the, the the running running back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm butchering the name. I'm. It's a long night. I'm. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got some pop, and they. You know, they're transitioning. They also, you know, they invested in in um, Gino, right? They they saw what he did. Deal, and it seems like, you know, if this is the same team and then some, yeah, they've gotten better. You know, yeah. they improved. They they made the playoffs last year, and then and then some. They kept their players for the most part. It's it's the same team and then some. Uh, the one thing that I will be intrigued is, you know, they they've spent some money to address their defensive line, and you know. Al Woods and a couple other guys that they've left. They've retained some other older guys in Jerron Reed. And, you know, that, that's probably, been nice. probably Bobby Wagner, right? Bobby Wagner's back. You know, some of the old guys that were on Seahawks teams in the past are back. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, but it really comes down to, honestly, so like a lot of people are a little Yiddish on Brock Purdy saying, can he do it for another season? And I understand mm-hmm. that. Well, the same thing can be said about Geno Smith. I mean, he's been, a, I won't say a journeyman, but he hasn't been yeah. living up to his draft status. Right. And he finally has a resurgent year, which is awesome. Good for him. I'm so happy for him. I'm happy that he got this contract. But that doesn't mean that who's to say that he's going to continue to maintain mm-hmm. this level of play. Yeah, Was this yeah. a fluke too? I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely good points. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah. Seahawks. You know, I always think offensive line is always going to be a perennial issue for them. So maybe 
Yeah, I, I just can't get it. I think it, I think they're on the the come up because between Cross and um and the rest of their their offensive line, like they're young, but they they're getting yeah. better, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know, I know. Um, they're always pesky. They they always find ways. I think that they're still going to be the Seahawks. Let's just say that. Shout out to the Twelves. Shout out to the Twelves. Yeah. Anything else out of that? I mean, the biggest thing that I had, obviously, n- no favoritism, I swear, but was to talk about Trey Lance because that's what everyone is talking about. There hasn't really been too much in the NFC West. Outside of that, I mean, shout out to the Seahawks. They got some really cool wrestling uniforms that they yeah, got. Those are probably the best ones. Those are fire, <laughs> bro. Um, do you know all the details? Because, I mean, you used to live in Seattle. About those oh, I mean, I just – nineties throwbacks, those are super popular. I'd see them all around. Um, you know, repping the old uh gosh, who was it on this team? Jason Seahorn, like the, that that era. You gonna cop a, a DK Metcalf jersey? I can cop a uh, a locket jersey. We can be You know, you know, my uh my you know, Seahawks are my are my daughter's favorite team, even though she was born born here in the Bay. Um Seahawks is uh, you know, I'm trying to convert her, but she's she she's she's rolling with the Hawks, but uh, oh to be uh, young, oh to be young. Anyway, anyway, my my takeaways from a recent visit to Le- to SoFi Stadium is that that place would be awesome to see a game of any capacity. Which yeah, is something else. Yeah, I agree. No, it, they bring it. They bring it. It's, uh, Cardinals. They got. They kind of. Remix their jersey looks. I mean, it's a little bit cleaner. Yeah. Do you have anything else? I don't Are know. The Niners ever gonna wear those black jerseys? Remember they they wore those for a while. Probably not. That, the last time I remember was like the Tom Sula days. I like. They're okay. Yeah. You like them? I like. Oh, I. I mean, I think my favorite are probably the the the, the ninety five uh, black kind of outline ones. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I like I said, I got a Trey Lance jersey of that. Yeah. An awesome jersey, but fuck. It's yeah. a you know, it's still a little you know. <laughs> hopefully, you can be able to wear that for the for the next couple of years. That's right. That's right. I have my CMC one, so I feel like that's a good investment. It's nice. It's nice. From Sanford too, by the way, which is yeah. right where you're at. So, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, uh, that's all I really have to say, guys. Like, thank you so much for checking out the pod, whether it's on, I tunes or spotify you know you could also check us out um twitter at just the west instagram at just the west and we don't really have the blog anymore unfortunately that's what happens but you know it's www.justthewest.com anything else in your mind camo i just really wanted to get on the pod it's been a minute this is the the first pod for the upcoming season yeah we'll we'll try to make this a, a regular thing or as regular as possible hopefully get um tom on here at some point, you know, he's wedding planning, but you know, he, he needs a he needs a little break from time to time. Yeah, we'll get better. We'll get better. It's just you know, we gotta hop back on the on the sandal and get used to this. So. You know, I, I don't think iTunes actually exists anymore. I think they 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 sunset it. Wait, it's, what? It's just called it's just called Apple Podcasts. Oh. yeah. I don't think iTunes is actually a thing anymore. So. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for checking out Just the West, whether you're on. Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Spotify. 
<laughs> you know what? Actually, uh, I got an email to uh, Amazon hit me up saying, uh, you know, we recognize that you have a podcast. So you should put yourself on our platform. Oh. So I will oh. say, hey, you know, Amazon. we're going to be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Amazon. That's going to be that's going to be a, a goal in mind. So, yeah. OK. All right. All right, guys. Well, hey, appreciate your time. Until next time, hopefully by the time you see us on the next pod, we're not talking to all trade lands, but we probably will. So, okay. Indeed. All right. Later, guys. Peace. Peace.